Happy to be joined right now by Canada's Leila Annie Fernandez. And Leila Annie, it seems like every time we talk to you, you've just reached some new milestone in your young professional career. Today, it was your first uh, Grand Slam singles win. And as a result, you'll be entering the top 100 on the WTA as well. Can you talk about how those two uh, events and moments in your career make you feel right now? It's a, it's a big moment for me uh, from the beginning of the year. Like I've told almost everyone I wanted to break in the top 100 by the end of the year. And I'm very happy that I, I'm, I accomplished that. Now it's to stay in the top 100 and I get uh, even higher. And also my second objective was to win uh, a round in a Grand Slam and I just did. And like I said, now like uh, let's go out there and get a little bit more go to the next round and hopefully the win will be on my side yeah and uh the the match itself Layla you, you had a great performance and um on the other side of the court is, is someone uh, you know much older than you about twice your age but uh defeating Vera Zvonareva someone who's who's been to Grand Slam finals before what was it like playing someone who's who's that experienced and and how did you overcome that obstacle it was very difficult to play against Ferris Bonareva. She's a great player. She's um, she's been top three in the world. She's like you said, been in the in the finals of a few Grand Slams, so she has the experience. And uh, to to get a win against her, it gives me a, uh, more confidence for the next round. And I can't honestly can't wait to play uh, play against Sofia Cannon. How aware of you? How aware were you of of Zvonareva's prior accomplishments. I mean, you were only seven years old when she made the finals here in, in New York. Uh, how much did that uh, play into your preparation? And just when you're staring across the net from someone like that, does, does that register with you at all? Uh, well, honestly, I didn't really know about Vera Zvonareva, but I did know she was um, like from my coaches and from my mom, because she's a big tennis fan, uh, that she was a great uh, tennis player. She's not easy to play against and uh, she's going to fight for everything for for every ball for every point so for me it was trying to to stay focused on my own tennis game and to um uh do what i've been practicing at home with my with my coaches my younger sister and try to transition that in the in a bigger stage uh, in tennis and uh, you mentioned now Sophia Kennan coming up, obviously uh, the Australian Open champion from, from earlier this year and an exceptional player. Um, how big a challenge will this be? And, and maybe what's, what's your mindset going into a match like that where you're obviously going to be the underdog? Well, every match is going to be a big challenge. So nothing's easy, especially at a Grand Slam. Everybody wants to win and get to the next round. But Sophia Kennan, she's a great player. She's had uh, results in the beginning of the year, winning the Australian Open. She's top 10 right now. And the way that I can approach that match is just being excited and trying to enjoy the opportunity that's given to me in front of me and um, like hope for the best, basically. Wanted to ask you your thoughts on living in this little bubble uh, in, in New York and, and at the US Open. How are you feeling in terms of being safe and protected? Obviously, there was a player on the men's side that tested positive for COVID-19 just before the start of competition and a few people who were in his circle that are now sort of in another level of bubble. How do you feel safety-wise um, at the moment there? 
I feel very safe. Uh, the USDA and the US Open are doing a great job in keeping the players safe with uh, six feet apart, with testing, and uh, just overall, like, uh, not really making the players think about it either with the, all the games that they've prepared uh, outside. So, like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm, uh, I'm in, I'm in danger or anything. And uh, I think they're doing a great job this year with the U.S. Open, and um, hopefully next year there will be fans. But you know, you never know. Fans and media. Yes, and <laughs> media. Yes, yes, that's the hope. Um, and yeah, just, just lastly, um, it's great that you're feeling safe. I'm just wondering, how do you maybe spend your downtime after winning a great match like this? Because obviously the option isn't to, you know, maybe go out for a nice dinner in Manhattan or something like that. You, you are in the bubble. Um, any, any plans to sort of relax before you get prepared for Kenan? Uh, honestly, it's doing homework. <laughs> I okay. got an assignment to, to do before tomorrow at nine. So I'll try to finish that tonight or even just tomorrow morning. But, you know, like enjoying the times, enjoying the games that they set out over here and um, just uh, relax as much as I can and uh, prepare for, for Thursday. You mean like real homework for school or homework on your next opponent? No, homework for school. I've start, I recently started university classes, so I got a few homeworks to do by, by the end of the week. Well, good luck with that and, of course, your next match. And a, a happy early birthday, although I do hope we speak with you later this week. But for those who aren't aware, you're turning 18 this weekend, and it seems like you've already given yourself a pretty good early birthday present. Yes, I, I hope I'm going to be here for, for my birthday. <laughs> but thank you so much, uh, Mike and Ben. Thank you, Layla. Talk to you soon. Thanks a lot.